Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the first Sunday after Christmas. It was also New Year's Day. But we're looking at Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 to 18. Matthew writes, When the wise men had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and during the night left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the baby boys, all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under. In accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi, then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they were no more. My dear fellow worshipers of the baby born in Bethlehem, the wise men had come to worship the infant Jesus and as I had said, that had to be something very special for Jesus and for Mary and Joseph. Well, they got some special gifts from the wise men, and here were these people, few people in the world were able to look at Jesus and see him as the Savior of the world, but these wise men were able to look at the infant Jesus and see him as the Savior of the world. But then they left, and just shortly after that, we're not sure how quickly, but it seems almost as if it could have been that very night after they left. Very shortly after they left, what happened is an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, telling him that he needed to escape to Egypt because King Herod was out to get the infant Jesus. He wanted to get rid of Jesus because he thought Jesus was a threat to his throne. Of course, we know that that was never the case. Jesus did come to be our great king, but not an earthly king, not to sit on Herod's throne, but to be our spiritual king, a kingdom that begins in our hearts when the Holy Spirit calls us to faith and makes us believing children of God, a kingdom that then goes on forever in heaven with Jesus as our king. Well, Herod didn't understand that. So in our reading today, our reading today, it focuses on how Herod worked to retain his throne, how he worked so hard for that and he was working for something that was really the wrong thing. His opposition to Jesus, it was really ridiculous and foolish. Jesus didn't want his throne and so it was ridiculous and foolish, but it was even more so ridiculous and foolish because think about what Jesus wanted. Jesus wanted Herod and all 
people ultimately in heaven. He wants all people in heaven. And Jesus wanted to and did go to the cross to pay for the sins of Herod so that if he would have believed in Jesus, he would have had eternal life. But the fact is, is that Herod was fighting against that all the way. He was fighting against that all the way. His unbelief, his unbelief made him do what was ridiculous and foolish. And all that Jesus wanted to do was to save him from his sin. But sadly, so many people in our world are just like King Herod, that instead of looking at Jesus and seeing him as their savior, they, they fight against him. And by nature, that's us as well, until the Holy Spirit calls us to faith. Well, our reading says, when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, actually been outwitted by God, right? But when Herod realized he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. When the wise men came to Herod in the first place, looking for the newborn king of the Jews, Herod thought that he had outwitted the Magi when he told them that, oh, they should go and worship the infant Jesus, and, and then they should come back to Herod and tell him where they had found the newborn king of the Jews so that Herod could then go and worship him. Well, Herod thought he had outwitted them, but the wise men, the Magi, they were warned in a dream not to go back to Herod because of his evil intent. And when Herod realized that the wise men weren't coming back to him, when he was realized he wasn't going to hear from the wise men, he proceeded with, well, what's called the slaughter of the innocents, all those baby boys in Bethlehem and the area around Bethlehem being slaughtered so terribly. All those baby boys in Bethlehem, two years old and under, were slaughtered. That isn't to say that Jesus was two years old already at this time. We don't know he was someplace two years old or younger. But what Herod was doing is he was hedging his bets. He was trying to make sure he, that there was plenty of room for error so that as far as he was concerned, without a doubt, he should have had Jesus killed. And now when we think about the slaughter of the innocents in Bethlehem, we may, have think, may, we may think about, oh, maybe hundreds of baby boys being killed. But actually, remember, Bethlehem was a small town. It was probably, a, it was, it's estimated that maybe 15 to 30 baby boys were killed. But still, it's so tragic. It's a lot like abortion when you think about it because both slaughters end up showing the clash of man's will with God's will. From the desire of man to be master of his life rather than to obey and trust in the Lord. Well, Matthew says, Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, 
Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. And what a sad story. All those baby boys killed. But the sad story here really begins with the rejection of Jesus and God's will by King Herod. That's really the sad story here, compounded by the death of the baby boys or the babe young infants in Bethlehem. But the real sad story, Jesus came into the world to save everyone, and even Herod but so many reject him. Herod, he worked so hard to retain his throne, but he was working for things that didn't really matter, that worth, weren't worth the effort. He was rejecting God. Thank God, when you look at King Herod, thank God that in his grace and mercy, what he's done is he's worked faith in your hearts, my heart. By nature, you and I are like Herod. We're enemies of God. We'd fight against him. We'd fight against him, just like Herod. We'd hate Jesus by nature. That's apart from faith, remember. We would hate Jesus, but thank God. What he has done is he's changed our hearts. He's changed our hearts so that we can see Jesus as our Savior and our way to eternal life. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you because before the creation of the world, before Adam and Eve ever sinned, you had a plan for our salvation. And you worked to establish your Son as our Savior and the Savior of the world so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Thank you for your plan of salvation and for doing everything to follow through on that plan so we believers in Jesus can be sure that our sins are forgiven and we are going to heaven. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.